am your host, Stanley Black, and this is the Section 121 Leader Podcast. Today we're in Doctrine and Covenants, Section 121, verse 37. That they, referring to the rights of the priesthood, may be conferred upon us, it is true. But when we undertake to cover our sins, or to gratify our pride, our vain ambition, or to exercise control or dominion or compulsion upon the souls of the children of men in any degree of unrighteousness, behold, the heavens withdraw themselves, the Spirit of the Lord is grieved, and when it is withdrawn, amen to the priesthood or the authority of that man. Now that's some strong language in there and some strong contrasts. And several of those points point to the other scripture I shared last time from Mosiah 3.19 about the challenge of the natural man. And so much of this learning to lead in the Lord's way is working on overcoming the natural man so that we can become the man of Christ who will lead in accordance with the will of God. In the last episode, where I shared more of my personal stories, I shared some of my challenges with pride and ambition and my challenges in trying to learn to overcome those in order to be able to serve in the Lord's kingdom. It's very important that we serve with the Spirit of the Lord and that we act in accordance with His will and in a spirit of love towards the people that we're called to serve. As we have the Spirit of the Lord with us and trust in Him, He can help us to have the courage and strength to keep going even when days are hard. I remember well on my mission as I pondered about the fact that there were hard days with people slamming doors in our faces and yelling obscenities at us, that it was interesting to me that it felt like we had to take all those negative things in stride as much as we could. But yet when something went well and we had a baptism, we would say, oh, the Lord has worked a miracle here. The Holy Ghost has influenced them and give the credit to God. And I thought it a little odd that as a missionary, all the junk stayed with me and all the glory went to God. After pondering about it and reflecting in prayer, I got the impression, why are you holding on to the junk? That was quite an insight for me, and the rest of my mission was much more enjoyable, recognizing that I truly was a representative of Jesus Christ in that time, trying to lead in his way and serving him, And therefore, yes, the glory goes to him, but so does the pain and the problems. We don't have to hold on to the insults and take them personally, because for the most part, they're not personal. And part of our challenge is overcoming the natural man enough to let both the glory and the pain pass through, rather than necessarily needing to hold on to the pain. Later, I enjoyed being an elders quorum president. And for quite a while, it was quite enjoyable, and I really enjoyed serving and helping the people. But when I started thinking that I understood how to do it well enough that I wasn't relying on the Lord as much, and when my reactions to people started swinging more towards being reactions based on what I knew in my head, instead of reacting in the way that God wanted me towards that individual, things got hard things got burdensome, they weighed me down, and they didn't go as well. The natural man keeps trying to sneak in and mess with the joy that the Lord intends for us to have. A lot of this comes 
from thinking we have it all figured out when we've only figured out a small part. And if we would continue to ask humbly in faith and seek for guidance, the Lord would reveal more, but he acts based on our agency. In 2 Nephi 9.28 it says, O that cunning plan of the evil one! O the vainness and the frailties and the foolishness of men! When they are learned, they think they are wise, and they hearken not unto the counsel of God. For they set it aside, supposing they know of themselves. Wherefore their wisdom is foolishness, and it profiteth them not, and they shall perish. But to be learned is good, if they hearken unto the counsels of God. I found that to be very true in my experience. In whatever calling you're in, there is an opportunity for joy as long as you can stay humble and willing to keep learning from the Lord. When you think you have it figured out, though, there is the risk of you not paying attention to the Spirit, not listening as much, and not reacting towards God's children in the way he would have you react. And when that starts happening, a lot of the joy comes out of it, and it becomes a burden and a duty instead of something that's truly exhilarating. It's easy to think that that scripture in Second Nephi 9 applies to people who clearly apostatize or clearly leave the church or choose science over God. But if we're not careful, because the natural man is there in all of us that we all need to battle, it can very much affect us as well in that we think we've got this space or this calling figured out and we're not pursuing the calling with quite as much humility as we did at one point. So our opportunity is to keep turning to God, and like a little child, allowing him to teach us, so that the fact that we have a calling doesn't lead us to covering sins, gratifying pride or vain ambition, or exercising control or dominion in a way that is not in accordance with the will of God. So what part of your life today would be happier if you didn't feel like you knew it all yet and were more open to receiving inspiration from God in that area today?